We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. I almost bought a wreath. And I was like, like, you have all year? Well, my mom had seasonal wreaths. It's so strange. The older I get, the more I'm like, I see why she liked a wreath. They seem so festive. Uh, they're nice, and you just put them on the door, and everyone knows that you're a nice family. <laughs> everyone knows you're a nice family. <laughs> uh, turning into me mommy. Uh, Andrew Law showed me his wreath that he made for Christmas, and mm-hmm. it was like, he had like eucalyptus in it, and I was like, oh, this is so cute. It didn't even look Christmas specific. It was just like green and pretty. I think, okay, there's, I have a theory. The older you get, the more you're like, oh, I'm going to just make things to make my space more homey and inviting. Yeah. And when you're younger, you're like, who fucking cares? I just sleep here. <laughs> right, right, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> But like, yeah, now I'm like, because I, I was never a plant person, but I have this fake like foliage. It's like a, it like folds over itself. It's like a hanging plant. It's fake mm-hmm. in my bathroom. And I was like, this is nice. It's nice to like, <laughs> look at this. And I know it's fake. It's from Urban Outfitters and it looks very fake. But like, mm. for me, I was like, this feels nice. this feels really nice and then i bought some fake hanging plants for the back because in the bathroom back there there's these like very high shelves and i was like oh i'm just gonna put a bunch of hanging plants there Mm -hmm. and it's just i'm gonna feel really nice yeah (laughs) (laughs) because meatball not to keep bringing up meatball but meatball has like have you been to their place no but i saw a picture of the plant plant room room. it's really nice and it's like calming and mm. soothing and i was like but they have to water all those plants i can have the same effect with my fake plants <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna be like the queen of fake plants and i why can't why not wait. why not and i'm gonna get a bougainvetta a bougainvetta a bougainvetta a bougainvetta uh to go i think i'm gonna grow it over the pergy oh nice because I now i have that like the the weather the shield thing, thing? Yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, ooh, maybe I'll grow something on it, and then I, like I don't that. have to worry about like the leaves and the and the flo- and the florals, mm-hmm. the 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 petals, man. <laughs> but I guess we should officially start the episode. Yeah. 
Wow, that was a, a sick-ass behind-the-scenes of best friends. Hi, <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 Sashir. Hi, Nicole. How are you today? I'm good. Um, I actually... Um, I feel better. I texted you yesterday about this anxiety dream I had mm-hmm. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am in the process of buying a house. And- Hold on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, my dear friend. Um, I'm so proud of you. I texted that of 10 years ago, someone said we'd be successful actors and own homes. I would have been like, sure, we're successful, but houses are a billion dollars. We don't have those. <laughs> There's no way we'll ever own a home. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. I'm so proud of you. It's Thanks. so good. I can't wait to take pictures of you in it. <laughs> I can't wait to just be in it. Oh, we also should tell our listeners that we went to go see it because (laughs) after you decide that you love something and it's the biggest purchase of your house, like uh, of your life, you have to go visit it. Yeah, like I'm making a good choice. This is okay. (laughs) I like this. And my friend Sashir did not go to say, "Am I making a good choice?" She was like, "I own this house already," (laughs) and was trying to open the gate. And I was like, "She still lives here. You can't." do this i don't know if she lives there lives there i think she's slowly moving out <laughs> i couldn't believe how bold you were it's mine give it to me it was very funny you're very yeah. funny <laughs> yeah i for sure have not closed on it yet i don't have the keys i should not be on the property <laughs> but I want it. And then we drove to the other side of it and I was like trying to like peek around the bushes. I mean, it all looks very sketch. I'm glad mm-hmm. no one called the police. It's <laughs> two black women trying to break into this house. I said nobody called the police because I'm fat. They'd be like, there's no way she's breaking into something. <laughs> she's got a boot on her foot. <laughs> she's not helping out at all. No, this woman, no, she, she can't do anything. She would not be helpful. And then we were like, why do people rob homes? TVs are so cheap. What are you stealing from a house? Oh, yeah. TVs are very (laughs) cheap. But then I was like, probably laptops. Those are still expensive. Yeah. And then I guess jewels. Yeah, people have jewels. This is something we have not entered that (laughs) chat yet. Yeah, we're not not there yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's another milestone. Jewels. I have a ring where the jewels have fallen out and I've yet to replace the jewels. (laughs) I don't, where do you go to get jewels? The jewelry store? Jacob? <laughs> Jacob's Jewelers? Jacob's jeweler? Is that, is, I, that, is that a store? K Jewelers? Jacob, Jacob yeah. Jewelry? Jared. Yeah. Jared. Mm. Jared is who I'm thinking of. But like, I feel like K and Jared are like... They're like, like kinda, mall stores. Yeah, like kind of like cookie cutter. Like yeah. nothing... It's I'm never like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But my friend Yamara did take me to... I think it's like the diamond, the jewelry district here in Los Angeles. It's in downtown. And mm-hmm. we went to this like marketplace. It was like kind of like like a swap meet-ish thing. No, not a swap meet. Like a flea market. There was like a uh-huh. bunch of different, instead of booths, it was like just like jewelry displays. And you oh. could haggle and they had a bunch of like vintage stuff. Ooh, and that's where I found I like the ring that goes with my mom's engagement ring that looks like it goes with her ring. Oh, nice. uh, and it was like a hundred dollars. But yes, all the stones did fall out. Mm, uh, and that's why, yes. <laughs> yes, that's why it was a hundred dollars. But yeah. I 
loved that place and I wish I could go back. I guess yeah, maybe I would go. Can. I don't know if it's open. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. probably not now. Yeah, oh, maybe. I, Kimmy, can you Google if the jewelry district in Los Angeles is open? Because I don't think it didn't have like a name. She just took hmm. me. We parked in this garage, and she just knew the building number. But there was not. It wasn't like jewelry here. It was yeah. just like a nondescript like office building. Interesting. It was a lot of fun, and there was a lot of wonderful jewels there. I look at jewels. What else did I got there? I got that ring. Oh, and then I got my little earrings that say Nicole there. Oh, fun. Oh, no, no, no. My uh, my little bamboo hoopies. The ones oh, that say nice. Nicole, I think, are from K, and they hurt my ears. Hmm. It is. It's generally open. Every different... There's a lot of different stores, so they're all in their own timeline, but mm. it's generally open. They're just closed on Sundays. Oh, yeah. great. Maybe we should go and just, like, wear our masks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, I'll just triple up my mask. I told you about this video I watched. It was like a bunch of, it was like two conservative men. And they're like, one mask. Now they want us to wear two masks. Why not wear three? And then they had like 10 masks on. And they were like, this is uncomfortable, but I'm safe from the virus. And I was like, what is this? Like kindergarten where you're like taunting us for trying to be safe. But then also I was like, wear the 10 masks. Like do it as a bit. Wouldn't that be sure. funny if that bit saved your life? <laughs> like, <laughs> as a goof. <laughs> just as a goof. They um, should just wear that helmet that you have. <laughs> Is it? Do you have it? Where? <laughs> oh, there she is. She's going to space. <laughs> I have. Oh, wait. You can't hear me. No. Yet... <laughs> I have yet to wear it out. Oh, really? Yeah. You gotta. I, I know. You look like you're about to weld something. <laughs> <laughs> here's the the reason why I haven't worn it out is because I bought it because I was like, ooh, I won't have to wear a mask because the but whole you thing is a mask, but you still have to wear a mask underneath of it. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh, it's if I'm wearing my glasses, like that's a nice shield. It's a nice little barrier. I did see a picture of an actual helmet that goes all the way around your head. And it's Missy like, Elliott has one oh, where your yeah. arms go through it. <laughs> and it's like a, it like goes under your titties a little bit. And you're just like, and it like, I don't know how it brings the air in. It's very expensive. Can you look mm. it up? I think it's called a hood. Yeah. A COVID hood. But I feel like I saw one that didn't have the arm thing. Oh. It was just like on your head. Because I feel like that's a lot. How do you get out of that when you go inside? <laughs> <laughs> I think the point is you don't you, you just don't you stay in it until you, you go home. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, I mean, uh I was like on the internet as one I spend so much time on my phone and I have the timer that's like get uh -huh. off Instagram, but I've been ignoring it because I'm like I'm broken and now that I'm not as broken I'm like well, I guess I've to stop looking so much but anyway i was on instagram and uh this lady was like she hashtagged it was like covid chic or like mass chic and then uh someone else commented they're like stop normalizing masks we should be all wishing to go back to normal and i was like but like it's gonna take a minute so like mm -hmm. why can't people have fun with their fashion why can't Absolutely. you like make a mask like make a little statement or whatever mm -hmm. i feel like everyone's just angry I don't see these comments, though. I posted a mask picture that of a very fun, fashionable mask that our friend Ellie Woods made. And people were like, this is great. 
well, we love this. <laughs> maybe you have different followers, kind people. Well, I you so. have kindness following you. People are so respectful during your shows. They like snap instead of laugh, so they don't miss anything. They like praise you for things after shows. They're like, may we approach? And you're like, of course, friends, of course. And everyone's wearing like flowy things. And they bring you like flowers. And they're like, peace this year. We love you. And they know how to say your name correctly. I. Uh, many people do not have fans and followers like that. Like a lot of them true. are rowdy. I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. I, I missed. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. Yeah, that does go all over your body. Oh, my God. Look at it. I love these casual poses that this model's doing. It's like, ah, yep, just in my, my beekeeping suit. Yep, it's a hazmat suit for travel. Uh, oh. I think it's called a PAX in-flight hazmat startup. I mean, I mean, that is very smart. I will be so upset if this is the future we have to live in. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Can you sit comfortably in that? It's pretty bulky. Maybe it just it forces you to sit upright. Maybe everyone's going to have better posture in the future because of these things. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Healthy lungs and better posture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the future is making us all healthier. Mm-hmm. I do miss the days where. Every single Saturday night, I would call you with another reason to quit comedy. (laughs) (laughs) I quit comedy. These people are horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I really miss every single weekend quitting comedy. Hmm. But I do have a show lined up. Oh. For March. For March? I know. It's an outdoor show. Oh, okay. It's not like I'm not touring. I'm not going anywhere. It's just, uh, it's at the Magic Castle also <gasps> at the magic castle yes th- so they have like an outdoor space in the back and Ooh. should i just do you want me to give the booker your info in- yeah info? i want to do it <laughs> my info <laughs> yeah give my infrared um and it's like lit really pretty and it seems like i couldn't see the audience from the picture that's how far away they are mm-hmm. and i was like i think that's safe for me the audience, yeah. on the other hand i think as long as you're wearing your mask i think and like we're outside i think it's okay um but yeah, I'm rather excited about that because I'm going to get to do my new 10, which is new to me again because I haven't done it since before I fell. I guess the last show I did was October? November? I don't you know. You fell in November. I fell in November. So it's been it's been a minute. Yeah. So it's, oh, man, the thing that sucks is like I that 10 was like getting really good. Mm-hmm. And now it's back to zero. Yeah. But, okay. you know, that's it's okay. We're all in the same. We're all in this together. I still haven't seen the big show at Magic Castle. I went there and saw, like, the little sleight of hand stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I had to go do something else. And I, so I missed the actual main stage show. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I've been, I don't, I've been into the smaller rooms, but there's like one big, big room. I haven't been yeah. in the big, big room. Yeah. But I got to be a part of a show. Oh. Um, because I love magic. It's <laughs> so fun. Oh, boy. Like, when they could do magic right in front of you, I get so happy. Yeah. Um, I love <laughs> the magic castle. Although I was racially profiled there one time. 
What? How? So there's a dress code and you have to be wearing uh, like dressy shoes. Like they don't want you in like sneakers. Like sneakers. Or like a, I guess like a a sad looking flat. I don't know what the actual (laughs) rule is. But it was me and like a bunch of nice, nice uh, paler persuasion friends. Uh, I was the only chip in in the cookie. Mm -hmm. I was one of those cookies, you know, with the Hershey in the middle. So that's oh, sure. what it was. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was a big old Hershey in the middle. Yeah. So uh, there's somebody who walks around. I didn't even know this. Somebody walks around to enforce the dress code and, like, asks you to leave if you're not in dress code, which I think is insane because, you like, there's a whole to-do about getting in. Oh, where, yeah, it's a whole rigmarole. Where they make you... <laughs> Once I went, the first time I went, they were like, what do you say to make a door open? And I said, abracadabra! <laughs> And truly, everyone looked at me very slowly. <laughs> and in that moment, I was like, I think I'm wrong. Wait, what is Zan's? Open is it Open Sesame? Sesame? I see. <laughs> see, you knew it immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but the dress code lady, she like walked up to me and she was like, let's see your shoes because I was wearing a long dress. And I like lifted up my dress and she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, excuse me? You couldn't even see my shoes, but you made them. You ma- And she didn't say anything to anybody else. There was Ooh. other women with long dresses on, and she didn't make them show their shoes. Ooh. And I was like, this hurt my feelings. But yeah. you know what? It was years ago. I forgive them. I will do a show there. I still love magic. You can't mm-hmm. take magic away from me. <laughs> magic will always be in my heart. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, is, it is in my heart. And um, an AD on this show, two shows I've done now. He's great. His name's Trailer. I love him so much. He's a member of the Magic Castle. Ooh. And he'll just sometimes do, like, once he's warmed up to you, he'll do tricks for you. That's and then fine. it got to the point where I was like, Trailer, more tricks. And he was like, please, stop. <laughs> you can't just, <laughs> do, I have a job to do. And I was like, okay, <laughs> but more tricks. <laughs> and then the last show we were on, he would, like, they just, I was there for a very long time. They didn't use me. So, like, anytime he came to my trailer with, like, a message, he would do a trick for me. Delightful. He's one of my uh, favorite people to work with. That's fun. He just makes you disappear. (laughs) He's like, "Uh, we're not going to use you till six. Uh, Abracadabra. (laughs) Boof, boof. And I'm like, you're at home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I miss working. (laughs) So much. Magic is fun. I actually watched uh, a one-person show called In and of Itself on Hulu. Oh. And it's... Um, You're the streaming yeah. diva. You're watching Girl, all the stuff. I've been watching everything. <laughs> um, someone recommended it, and I was like, hey, that's a new thing to watch. I'll watch it. So I watched. It's got magic elements to it, and Ooh. it's uh, very cool. But yeah, I, I always... I want to be able to just be able to watch magic and be like, Wow, very cool. But instead, I'm like, mm-hmm. how they do that? What did they do? Where are their hands? Where are their sleeves? What am I looking at? <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out everything about it. I try. That's like my cousin Vinny. That's why he like wants uh, cousin Vinny to do the case because he's like he'll ask Alec Kazam, "How do you do that?" No, it's in your pocket. Anywho, um, uh, <laughs> I do remember that part. Yes, you didn't finish it because you you didn't love it. Because <laughs> it's a crazy movie. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. 
And I love that your man uh, <laughs> co-signed that for me. He was like, I oh, cannot believe... Or wait, he was talking... We were on the... Whatever. I just you guys were like, both screaming quotes <laughs> at me. <laughs> and I was like, I will not finish this movie. <laughs> He's like, how do you not like my cousin Vinny? He's just like yelling... It things that Joe Pesci said. Very fun that you date an iteration of me because I get to do those things a lot. <laughs> when I bought him ice cream, the video message you sent, he was just like, oh, geez, oh, I can't believe, oh, boy. And I was like, yes, this is the video I would make. Uh, it was very much like you were recording and he kept going, you ready? Yes. You're I was like, I am recording. He's like, just holding two ice cream pies in his hand. Is it, are you ready? Is it happening? Okay. Uh, thank you. I feel like you must be exhausted all day long. You just bounce from crazy to crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... Ma oh magic but uh justin Wilman was on nailed it and he pushed a piece of corn i think from his cheek through his eyeball <laughs> i have no idea how he did it and he did it right when i was next to him and i just screamed in his face as, as he was doing it and i, I like, would too man it must suck to be a magician you're trying to do this complicated <laughs> thing that you learned how to do and then just some woman is screaming <laughs> it came out of his eye yeah and he like pushed it right up out of his eye socket it was so crazy, and I still no. to this day do not know how he did it. It it's nuts. It's I'm like crazy. holding my eye right now. You I are can't holding your eye. <laughs> I Nothing's just... in your eyes to share. What oh, if no, there's corn in there? Corn. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, corn is my least favorite vegetable. I'd be so upset if my body started excreting corn. <laughs> so mad. I like corn. Yeah, people love corn. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> what? Like, so, okay, you're eating corn on the cob. You mm -hmm. have to bite into tiny bursts of juice. They're little juice pockets. That's what, pretty fun. Is it? But it, like, sometimes squirts everywhere. And then yum, you get, yum, yum. like, pieces in your teeth. And then you got to, yeah. like, pull them out of your teeth. <laughs> so I, when I was little, came up with a civilized way to eat corn on the cob, but it's harder. I would pull out the kernels one by one. <laughs> With your fingers? Yes, I would. Because <laughs> why not just use a knife and like scrape it off? Shut. <laughs> Have you never seen anyone do that? It is like, no. <laughs> No. I thought they were doing it for like ingredients. Like they needed just the corn for like cooking or something. I didn't know. You... I guess that makes so much sense. So it must have taken you like hours to eat one. Well, I never one finished. <laughs> and nobody in my family helped me. Right, right, of course. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> well, well, maybe you would eat it more if you knew, you could just use the knife. Are you okay? Yeah, but like, <laughs> it really rocked my world. 
Because, like, I'd seen it before, but only Mm -hmm. in, like, the kitchen. So I was like, ah, they're using the kernels for a recipe. I guess that's how you get the corn and cornbread. But it never occurred to me to do that on a plate. Yeah. I mean, it... (laughs) You're already picking... Picking it out individually. (laughs) I'm sorry. I really hate that I get to... (laughs) You just learn so much on the the show. (laughs) (laughs) I... Man, it mm. happens like once every couple of months where I like I'm stopped dead in my tracks and my whole world is rocked. <laughs> it was much like, ugh. and usually I'm crying with like friends or people I know. But there was one time I cried. It was Mateo and I were on a podcast. I think we've talked about this with Mateo on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But it was we were retelling the story of you and me standing in front of Gelson's, re-watching an Instagram video over and over and over again to get the ingredients. And Mateo was like, why don't you just click the link in the bio? And then I instantly started crying. <laughs> because the thought never occurred to me. And then I just whispered, please don't call Sashir. And his phone was like already out and he was already dialing. And then you just went, oh. <laughs> Oh, I also didn't think of that, but I I wasn't the one who found the video. <laughs> yes, it was it was I who found the video. Oh, man. There's another time you cried where we were <laughs> with one of my friends at dinner. Um, and what was it? Maybe she said like a letter's a letter is a message from the past or something. Uh-huh. Was that it? And then you started crying. <laughs> And I can't remember my reasoning as to why I cried, but I think that also rocked my world. Yeah, and then I think she left, and you cried more because you're like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed that she saw me cry. I'm always in varying states of like, distress. Yes, okay, yeah, because she said a letter is a message from the past, and then I was like, yeah. Because you have to send it, and that takes time. And then you read it, and you're reading something from the past. So that really took it out of me. So, like, I started crying. And then, yeah, after she left, I was like, she's going to know I'm weird. And she's going to judge me. And she's going to talk about how I cried. And then you're like, are you crying again? And I was like, yes. And then I think I cried a third time. Because I, I think it was crying about crying about crying. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the crying the inception. <laughs> where I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> uh, it's very oh, funny. <laughs> I just get so overwhelmed with emotion. <laughs> I cannot believe my mother watched me pull. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of mean. She just helped you out. Just cut it for me. <laughs> but also, I mean, I was insufferable. So mm. she may have offered. And yeah. I may have said, this This is better than anything you could do. And she's like, You're fine. very specific about things. You're like, fine. this is how I eat corn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hmm. I, and I've done it as an adult. Really? Yes. And I guess... I guess maybe I was like, this is how I eat corn. And then nobody was like, oh, you can just cut it. Like, I think they were just like, well, she's an adult. She must know. <laughs> I guess she's tried all the ways, and that's the best way she can eat corn. There's no other way so for her. It's so tedious. <laughs> yes, it must take forever. 
<laughs> but it is satisfying because there's no bits, there's no remnants of corn in the sockets because you pull them out whole. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. <sighs> that's satisfying, yeah. Good Lord. Hmm. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love, from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. 
So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash best friends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash best friends. Thrivemarket.com slash best friends. Well, should we take a quiz? Yeah, man. <laughs> what a treat a quiz would be right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the rest of my day is going to look like. <laughs> After all this? Cried before 1 p.m. <laughs> okay. I can't. Let's see. How about this dessert quiz will reveal which decade you belong? Yes. And then can we do two quizzes? Because I also want to know what tattoo I'm going to get. Oh, well, we can just do that one. Oh, okay. Is that okay? <laughs> With me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't... It's fine. <laughs> I had to figure dessert would blend into the food conversation. Oh, happy. yeah. But if you want to talk about the tattoo, we can get a tattoo. I want a tattoo. I think it's because I really want a tattoo. Mm-hmm. These would-you-rather questions will determine the kind of tattoo you should get. Okay. Would you rather... Never eat bread again. Never eat ice cream again. Never eat pasta ever again. Oh my God, never drink coffee ever again. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, mine would obviously be never ice eat ice cream, cream again. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think I'm going to do bread. I think I'm never going to, mm, but I love a bun. Hmm. <clears throat> And I don't want to eat an incomplete burger for the rest of my life. I guess never drink coffee ever again. Damn. Do you even drink coffee, Sashir? No. So why <laughs> did you we- give up ice cream? What, what do you mean? You said I would rather never eat ice cream ever again, but you don't even drink coffee. Right. Okay. I see. Do you hate ice cream that much? Yeah. <gasps> I, mean, I don't, ha- I don't I hate I saw ice you cream. eat ice cream. Just days ago, you ordered it. You wanted it. I did want it. But it's like an ice cream pie. It's different. All right. It's in pie form. And I let it melt a little bit. All right. It's from this amazing place called Magpies. If you're in mm-hmm. L.A., order from Magpies. And if you're looking for them on Postmates, they do not use Postmates anymore. You order <laughs> directly from them. And I think they have two people who run your ice cream to you. <laughs> Magpies. Get <laughs> your soft serve vegan ice cream. They did not pay me for that ad. Not at all. But, but I love magpies. They're great. Right here in Los Angeles. Magpies. <laughs> Would you rather... <laughs> Never be able to see a movie again. Never be able to watch TV ever again. Never be able to listen to music ever again. Never be able to read books ever again. Oh my god. Hmm. Mm, okay, never be able to see movies ever again because I like the narrative of a TV show. Oh. And I don't read much, but I don't want that taken from me. Goddamn, yeah. I was going to say, I also don't read much, but I I do want the ability to read. Yeah. I feel like I should want to read. But it's okay, but if, like you get music. Rid, it's okay if you get rid of books. I won't judge you. Really? Our listeners might. But I, will, <laughs> I, will I feel like I'll, I'm a big old dummy if I get rid of books. <laughs> Okay, reading has to go. <gasps> you said you wouldn't judge. I'm sorry. It was. It was. I just couldn't help it. It's okay. I will read to you. Yay! Great. And then you can tell me about movies. 
<laughs> yes, I'll just describe the movie to you. <laughs> Would you rather date someone gorgeous but with zero personality? Date someone who has a great personality but is mean to you. Wait, is what? No, no, wait. No, but is mean to everyone but you. Date okay. someone absolutely perfect for you, but they burst into applause every <laughs> time the plane <laughs> lands. That's really funny. Date someone you absolutely hate, but they fund your whole life with exorbitant amounts of money. Uh, <laughs> okay, I could never date someone gorgeous with a zero personality. Like, it yeah. would just be exhausting for me to be like, come on, don't you, don't you want to vibe and, like, make jokes? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I, I couldn't date someone with a great personality who's mean to everyone but me. Yeah. And I, man, someone who claps at the end of movies or plane landing. I think that's something we can just, like, work on. <laughs> right? You could be yeah. like, we don't do that. We don't, It's okay. Yeah. We don't yeah. have to. <laughs> and he's like, but my hands want to clap. <laughs> uh, I would say the applause one, because... I think I would think it was funny. Mm. I'm leaning towards this person who funds my life with <laughs> money. <laughs> and you hate them? Yeah. I mean... You don't need anyone to fund your life. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, mm. I guess... Uh, yeah, the applause. Yeah. Yeah, because then I'll make it a joke. Every time he claps, I'll be like, the applause, applause, applause. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, yeah, this is the kind of corny stuff I like. Okay. Would, would you, you rather ooh, have uh, a big, oh, have a big, beautiful <laughs> house in the middle of nowhere, miles from any civilization. So that's this year. That's, yeah, already checking that off. Have an, ex- have an expensive apartment in a big city that you can barely enjoy because of the high rent. Uh, have a cozy cabin in the forest next to a babbling brook, but absolutely no Wi-Fi or electronics. Have a modest home in the suburbs that's literally next door to all your favorite restaurants, but they're always an hour from closing. <laughs> that's funny. No matter what time you go, they're like, we're closing in an hour. That's really funny. And I, I would start to be like, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> I keep coming at different times. <laughs> Did I do something to you guys? <laughs> um. See, I like. I would like to live in the big city, but I don't want an expensive apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm going to have a modest home in the suburbs that's next to all my favorite restaurants. Yeah. Because I can walk to them mm-hmm. and then, you know, stay for the hour and go home. You know, I want a big, beautiful house in the middle of nowhere, miles <laughs> yeah. from any civilization. Mm-hmm. Which is what you're doing. <laughs> Bye-bye. <Pretty much. laughs> okay. Would you rather... Have to smell and lick your armpits every time you greet someone. I can't reach my armpits with my tongue. Uh, mm. Can you? I think I I have a sweatshirt on, so it's hard to tell. My face definitely can get to the armpit, but I don't know if my tongue can. I think you can. Okay, have <laughs> to offer a strand of hair as a gift every time you meet someone <laughs> new? Have to hold hands with every person you talk to for a minimum of 20 seconds, no matter what the conversation is about. 
have to make every farewell into a three-minute song and dance number dedicated to the person you just talked to. <clears throat> that one. I basically do that sometimes. That's very true. Um, <laughs> If it wasn't COVID, I would say the 20 seconds. Hold, holding someone's hands for a minimum of 20 seconds. Because that at least seems like the most normal thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lick my armpits. I don't want to give someone a strand of my hair. But I would hold someone's hand because they're like, oh, she's like really invested in this conversation. Well, there's no COVID in this world. Great. All right. So I pick that one. Would you rather make a typo every time you send a text? (laughs) Already (laughs) do, baby. (laughs) Never be able to remember the names of actors, movie songs. Wait, is this just just for you? Really (laughs) aggressive. Uh, This feels like an attack on me. (laughs) Never be able to remember the names of actors, movie songs. When you really need to. Have to type in a complicated new Wi-Fi password Mm. for your phone and computer every day for the rest of your life. I mean, up until I changed it, (laughs) it was very complicated. (laughs) It was. Have your wireless headphones constantly on the verge of losing charge and your wired headphones in a permanent tangle you can never undo. This is literally an attack on me. This is how I live my life every day. (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll say... Mm, make a typo every time I text because it already happens. I would say the same thing because I people will understand the gist of what you're saying. Yeah, and having the headphones tangled, they're untangled right now because I came up with a new system, but I was mm-hmm. recording with mono once and I was like, can't hear you. And then I had my headphones in and then I turned the computer audio on without realizing and I was like, now I can hear you. And then 15 minutes into the podcast, I was like, Oh, I haven't oh, been no. using the microphone. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not plugged in. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was 15 minutes of terrible audio. <laughs> and then me like going, no. And then hmm. crying. And then being like, I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So is this me or is this this year? This is Nicole. Okay. I got finger tattoo. You like the idea of being able to express yourself without saying a word, which is why you should get a tattoo on your finger. Show who you are with just a wave of your hand. No. This is not accurate. You Mm. express yourself with lots of words. (laughs) Yeah. I love expressing myself. What? Oh, wow. This this feels wrong. Mine is a back piece. (laughs) You're bold, adventurous, and love any excuse to express your creativity and big personality. Huh. An elaborate back piece is the perfect tattoo huh. for you. It's only 10 to 20 sessions. How bad could it be? I feel like they should be flipped. They should be flipped. Huh. Huh. What did we say that made that made them think that? I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. I don't think I'll ever get a huge back piece. I like that my body is sp- like spottily covered in tattoos. It's like a collage. It is like a collage. Last night, I put on a thong. And I Ooh. twerked in the mirror. <laughs> Ooh, yes, girl. And it was, it was hard because like you have to like look behind you. So I kept mm-hmm. trying to like angle myself, and then I'd be like, "Ooh, that's good." But then I'd get into it and then look forward and be like, "But you're trying to look at your butt." And then I was like, "Should I record this?" And I was like, "No. What if it gets to the cloud?" <laughs> I tell you something. I have a great time in my room alone at night. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. You practice walking and then you put on a thong. Yeah, (laughs) you never know where you're going to (laughs) go.
listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Should we help the people of the world? Let's help the people, yeah. Hi, Nicole. Sheer. Absolutely love the podcast. Um, I have a roommate issue that I'm looking for some advice for. Um, I live with two really close friends. Um, I met one through the other um, a couple of years ago, and we lived together for two years, almost two years now. Um, one of them, the one that I originally knew that I was closer to, um, has some mental health issues where you know she's struggling with anxiety and depression, and and uh, you know often flirts with, you know, quitting her job and has in the past gone for a long period of time without having any source of income. Um, she also, because of mental health issues, doesn't really clean up after herself too well, uh, which, you know, we, we completely understand. We, we've had conversations about it. She doesn't like to talk about it, but um, we do, and we've encouraged her to go to therapy, which she does. Um, it's just coming to a point where, you know, it's getting close to the time to renew our lease and, um, and we are hesitant to, to do that just because there have been months where she didn't know if she would be able to make money to pay rent, and we don't have the money to do that either. Um, we've talked about the other two of us living together separately, but we don't know how to, you know, break that kind of roommate relationship without hurting the friendship. Um, we want to be, you know, sensitive and understanding of the mental health stuff, um, but we also need you know, to make sure that we can pay rent and make sure that the house is clean and we don't get mice approaches, especially, you know, when her room is like a pile of laundry and trash. Um, any advice you have would be amazing. I want to be sensitive to her stuff, but love y'all. Uh, thank you so much for your podcast. It's amazing. Hmm. Again, this is another toughie. Uh, yeah. Or not again. This is the first question of the day. Well, this <laughs> one's hard. Um, because... I've <laughs> I've only like done poorly speaking to a roommate with like issues. I had one so I was living in a five bedroom apartment in New York or four, but we, you know, flexed it to a five and one of our roommates was stealing from us. Hmm. So I came up with a brilliant idea. Have I ever told you this? Yeah, I think so, but and not on the show. Oh, okay. So I had the brilliant idea 
to put a purse in the living room because we didn't have a couch at that point. Or maybe it was just a futon. I don't know. It was like around, it was in the living room and we folded dollar bills over the edge of the purse. <laughs> and then the four of us went to dinner while the fifth one was alone in the apartment. <laughs> and then we came back and the money was gone. She fell from my cartoon trap. And then we confronted her and then her mother came and then the cops were called and it didn't end well. So <clears throat> don't trap her. It's as if you put a, a box on a stick and put like a wad of cash <laughs> under it and just like pull the string. Uh-huh. To catch her. And then I had a dirty roommate where we just didn't talk to her about it. And then when she moved out, all the mice from her room came out. Woo! But those mice were fun and it was uh it was not a fun time, but like looking back it was nice and fun. Hmm. Uh anywho, I've do you have advice? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had a messy roommate as well, and she was going through some stuff, but I guess it wasn't really affecting me that much. But I also like, this when I lived in a, a place that had maybe like 27 people total at one point in time lived in this apartment, like we had like, a revolving door of roommates. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I don't know why I don't, I don't remember having any talks with her about it because it was contained to her room but also mice were about but also it was a, a really bad building so mice were just there anyway um but for this specific situation i mean you do have to do what you you gotta do to like pay rent mm-hmm. and if there's times where she's not working and helping with that that is bad and i mean it sounds like you're all adults if you're mm-hmm. all able to support yourselves and live in a place together. So, I mean, yes, you do want to be sensitive to her her mental health stuff, but also she does need to know how to take care of herself if if she's in a place where she can. If she's like, if she can't take care of herself, then she should be somewhere with people who will take care of her, mm-hmm. not with her friends as roommates. Yeah. If it's a situation where it's like she cannot work, she does not know how to pay bills on her on her own and she needs someone to take care of her. She should be with family mm-hmm. or or something else as opposed to with friends who will help with that stuff. Because that's not a friend's responsibility mm-hmm. unless you discuss that. But, you know, yeah, I think I would just be like, hey, so we have to either resign this lease or break or like leave. And there's been times where you haven't been able to pay rent on time. And we understand that, like, it's beyond your control. Actually, don't even say it's beyond your control. Just be like, you haven't paid. Make it about mm-hmm. rent. Be like, we can't cover you. Mm-hmm. And that was scary for us. So I think we're going to get like a two bedroom uh, when this lease is up. Uh, we're yeah. very sorry. But also like give her or give them. I don't know her gender. Give them ample time to mm-hmm. to find another yes, space. Definitely. Like I would I would start this conversation maybe two or three months before your lease is up. Yeah. Like don't wait till it's like a month left and then she has to or they have to scramble to figure out something. Yeah. Um yeah. I, yeah. I think it's okay to just say it's a money sitch. It's I mm-hmm. we can't we can't cover it. We don't want anything we don't want to lose our apartment because we can't pay. Uh so we're just gonna, you know I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also, I had a roommate who uh, told me like weeks before our lease had to be renewed that he wanted to live alone. And I was like, 
oh shit <laughs> okay <laughs> um all right i guess i'll get to it but like i wish we had talked about this before mm-hmm. now and i think you know you just wanted to avoid confrontation but it's mm-hmm. like i'd rather have the confrontation than now i have to scramble for a place this sucks yeah i had a friend do that it was the three of us were looking for apartments and i mean we weren't even in a lease we were just looking to get into a lease together mm-hmm. and my one friend was like, oh, I'm going to take this rent-controlled apartment and live alone. And we were like, we were supposed to move in next week. Like, we were signing the lease today. And she was like, sorry about it. And I was like, well, I mean, Uh, I guess I'm not mad, but, like, I feel like you knew about it before today. Uh, Right. And then that's when I moved into my beautiful six-floor walk-up that was (laughs) caving in on itself. I really (laughs) miss that apartment. One of these days, I'm going to go to New York, knock on the door, and be like, let me see if the floor's still fucking cave again. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Uh, it is, and it's not cute to us. (laughs) And it was like nostalgic for you. Fuck up out of here. (laughs) That's like how Lady Gaga went to her old apartment. Have you ever seen that video? No. I don't think anyone was living there, but she's like, I created art here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I want to do that. Yeah. I created art here. I created art here. Also, I do... Th- what do you think about the them telling the roommate they may leave behind that they're pairing up to live together? Um, I think it might cause some sort of uh, ill will. But on the flip, I think if you distinctly make it about money mm-hmm. and nothing else, like do not bring up the messiness... Do not bring up, you know, anything about their character. I yeah. think that makes it a little bit better. Because if two yeah. friends came to me and they were like, hey, you know, Nicole, <laughs> you're a little messy boots. I'd be like, oh, OK, this is an attack on me. But if they're like, you know, Nicole, you missed rent like four months in a row. Like, yeah. we can't continue living with you like that. I'd be like, mm, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's I'm, like undeniable. Sad, but like, OK, yeah, that makes sense. I did that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I hope it works out. Yeah, let us know if it works out. This one, this one we solved. Yeah, we did good on this one. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get get another one. Another, baby. Do you want me to read this one? We can break it up if you want. It's pretty long. Hi, Nicole and Sashir. I'm a huge fan of the show, but wanted to uh, start by saying thank you for all the tee-hee-hees while the world's on fire. I'm a therapist and my life is dedicated to holding space and supporting those in need. And your podcast is a huge part of my own self-care. I was just listening and had a write-in about a person discussing her experiences in therapy. Ooh, and what to do slash how to break up with your therapist. I think both of you gave great feedback as a, and as a therapist uh, for over a decade, I wanted to add a couple of things if you're interested. Okay. First, it really is up to the patient to speak up about what they need. We don't know if this person struggles with being passive, which may be part of what brought them to treatment in the first place. They mentioned depression and disordered eating, so I'm guessing they might be looking to adjust how they cope and view themselves. If a therapist just simply tells someone what to do, they may be reinforcing the exact issue being addressed. I always start my sessions with, what feels important today? Or, What do you want to address? Because while I may have many ideas of what seems important, I risk pushing someone too quickly to topics they are not ready for if I'm too directive. Now, every therapist is different, and I also think the most important aspect of treatment is the relationship. 
hopefully this therapist can take the feedback that the patient feels confused on the process and they can work together to find a balance between the patient directing her treatment and the therapist being a support. Second, there isn't really a timeline for feeling better, and some patients feel worse just by starting treatment and discussing slash exploring things left unaddressed for a long time, maybe an entire lifetime before starting therapy. Not feeling better in six months, I think that was the timeline, is not necessarily the only measure is not necessarily the only measure of a bad fit with her therapist. Last, you're absolutely correct that therapy is a service and the therapist responds. And if the therapist responds poorly to the feedback, I think that's the evidence that the patient needs to leave. Otherwise, we're not sure if the patient just assumes what therapy should look like and acts from those assumptions versus is willing to take a risk and possibly have a reparative experience with the therapist. Anyway, thanks for everything. And I know this was a long email. I'm just an advocate for mental health and continuing to destigmatize treatment. And I wanted to reach out. Love you both. P.S. I'm leaving out the name just in case my patient listens to, uh, which I'm sure some of them do. Nice. I yes, this is I think a very 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 helpful email. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, because in therapy sometimes I'm like, oh boy, we didn't tackle any of my issues, and then like mm-hmm. three weeks later, the thing that I thought was a non-issue is the actual issue, and I'm like, oh boy, oh goodness. Yeah, I like what they said also about feeling worse mm-hmm. when you start therapy. It, that is possible to feel worse that you don't necessarily feel better. Mm-hmm immediately uh because yeah it's a, like my man actually is doing a lot of self-care and he said it, it's like like someone being like we need to clean up this attic and then they just like start dumping boxes mm-hmm. upside down and then being like okay good luck you know we gotta put it back one by one mm-hmm. and he's like but the boxes were closed and fine before <laughs> but it's like That's no we got an analogy Right? Uh-huh. And you got to analyze every single thing and put it back where it belongs. But that's long and hard mm-hmm. and tedious and it sucks. And it won't, it may not feel good for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's such a good analogy. And I'm dealing with something right now where talking about it made me feel worse. And then as the weeks have gone on, I've just like thought about different aspects about why it's made me feel worse as a person. And it's just, it's a fucking journey. Self-care uh-huh. is so annoying <laughs> and long and yeah. tedious. And it takes a lot of work to be like an okay person. And I find that annoying. How come we don't <laughs> shoot out fine? <laughs> I don't know. Because there's nature versus nurture. So like mm-hmm. either you shoot out the way you are or you <laughs> shoot out and people mold you. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the people molding you are fucked up because they didn't shoot yeah. out right. Like yeah. it's ugh. Yeah. Although I wonder if more there'll be more um people who are shot out that are <laughs> well adjusted or more equipped to think about their emotions since I feel like we as a generation right now are more therapy than our our mm-hmm. previous generations. And so I wonder if we will begat future generations that are more in tune with their feelings and talking about them and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah. I saw this funny meme about millennials where it's like, wine o'clock, wine all day, I'm a wine mom. And like some Gen Z was like, no, you're an alcoholic. (laughs) And I was like, I Uh mean, maybe the next generation will just be like, here, no, this is, this is what your prop, this is a problem. Yeah. This, yeah. So yeah, maybe, what's that word you use? Beget? Beget. Beget. 
maybe begotten will happen. Yeah, we'll be, be we'll be getting them. <laughs> we'll be getting some, some <laughs> good kids that have uh, a better view on this uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we, we do it. one more? Yeah. Hi, Shakol and Nashir and uh, Corden and Jimmy on the G's. Wow, I practiced that and it was not worth it. Um, uh, so uh, my question um, for a little bit of backstory. Um, in December, uh, I broke up with my boyfriend, um, who I've been with for over a year, and um, it it really hurt. Um, I still like loved him and stuff. He was just being not very nice and just not helping me out, that sort of thing. There was no like big like fight or no cheating scandal or nothing. It was just kind of like you aren't doing enough for me and I have to go. Um, anyways, my friends were all really supportive they're the best people in the world like they offered to help me move if I needed help Um, I've been on a few very few socially distanced walks with them Um, but I it's it's really rough during COVID because it feels like it's not enough and I'm having issues trying to figure out like different ways that I can interact with my friends and sort of not feel like I'm annoying and just talking about like how sad I am or stuff because when I'm not with my friends you know we end up sitting alone and thinking more and being upset and um yeah I I text my friends all the time but it's, it's not the same and um I was wondering if you had any um advice as to how I could communicate to my friends that I need more support um, even though I know they would give it to me, like no questions asked, I just feel like a needy little bitch. Um, yeah, any advice would be very welcome. And I'm um, also Nicole. Thank you. Um, because I listened to Why Won't You Date Me so much in so many of your conversations, I was like, oh wow, my boyfriend really ain't shit. So I'm um, thinking about doing that. And thank you both for making me smile every time I listen to you and for uh, getting me through the work day because God knows I've got a lot of time on my hands to your podcast. Okay, um, thanks. Bye. Uh-huh. Oh. What a silly way to start the uh-huh. <laughs> that question and then a very uh-huh. raw ass <laughs> <laughs> sad sad follow up. Uh-huh. Shakol. Shakol. Mm, anyway, I broke up with my boyfriend. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I truly think it is okay to say to a friend, hi, hi, hi. I'm in my feelings. Can you come sit with me while I complain? Yeah. Um, and I think it's uh, I think it's also like, are you I think it's nice to be like, are you available emotionally to support me emotionally? Like, I know it's like hippie dippy or like whatever, but it's like sometimes people aren't equipped to hear you complain mm-hmm. about something. So I think it's like I need to complain if that's OK with you. Mate, can yeah. we do that? Uh you can also set a time. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, sprung on the person. Like, right now I'm feeling these emotions, can I talk to you? It could be like, is there a time when you're around where I can, like, de- decompress this stuff? Or, like, like can we can t- we're specifically talking about mm-hmm. my, my ex. So the person's like, great, I'm coming over so we can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to, like, oh, I'm in the middle of a thing and she's texting me 20 different things about her ex and I don't, you know... Prepare the person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if they're your friends, of course they're going to come and, and support you in this because 
they're your friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite memories is a friend like we're we're not dear, dear friends, but we are friends and their uh, parent passed away. And I reached out and I was like, hey, if you ever want to have dinner and like cry about our sad dead parents, I'm here. And they took me up on it. And we just outsat at each other for like an hour till we were like crying, laughing about things. And it felt so good and like so therapeutic. And we like said it. I said it. They picked a day. It was like a couple days after I had reached out. So it was like time to just like mentally prepare that we we're going to talk about the sads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was I truly hold that person very dear to me, even though we're not like super, super close. But, like, every now and again, we'll, like, check in with each other and see how each other is. And, yeah, I think that's, it's like, a. sometimes it's fun to just be sad with someone with wine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's nice to, like, know that that's what's going to happen as opposed to, like, we're, come come to the park with me. And that person's like, great, we'll go to the park. Mm-hmm. And then. They're like, oh, she's okay. She's still talking about her ex. And that, you know, I'm sure they would still listen. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm also like, we, I mean, we don't, I don't think any of her friends said, please don't talk to me about your ex anymore. That's not what it sounded like. And so this person who called in probably has their own insecurities where they're like, oh, I feel like I'm talking about my ex a lot. And maybe you are, but you also are allowed to mourn the, Mm -hmm. the end of this relationship. That is okay. And also your friends will support that. But, uh, you're, you, are totally allowed to communicate that that's what you need right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solved. Freaking solved, dude. Hell yeah, dude. What treat we did it. Also, journaling's great, too. I would journal. I think I'm gonna start journaling. Nice! But, like, here's the thing. Sometimes when I write, this starts hurting. Yes, like, I, like, same. mash it too hard i also i'm just out of practice writing Mm -hmm. with my hand and so sometimes if i write i'm like ow (laughs) i'm getting a cramp in my hand which sucks but then isn't that crazy i don't want to let i don't want to let technology rule my life i don't want to be beat (laughs) we're not going to be beat by nothing we're going to read paper books and write on paper (laughs) yeah yeah i'm gonna mail letters and send smoke signals yeah smoke signals (laughs) and then that's how the real fire started oh gosh yeah (laughs) uh the fires in california were caused by sashir doing smoke signals again i just wanted to tell my friend hello (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's it from us here in uh beautiful sunny california (laughs) signing off from beautiful sunny california so if you would like to get some information from California on how to have good friendships, you can email Nicole and Sashir at jamal.com or text or call 424 745 Were you just doing the number by heart? I was. This is sick. How do you know it? <laughs> We've said it like every week for the last year. Do you know my number by heart? I sure don't. Poof. Don't say out loud. Poof. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> do you know my number? Three 
going to say it on air. Oh, okay. Well, that is a good start. <laughs> I absolutely do not know your number by heart. No, 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 no. Well. Because the phone also takes have... care of it. But, like, you know our number to our podcast by heart? That's so wild to me. Because we've, like, said it out loud for so long. So do you know the rest of our outro by heart? Okay, let me do it. Um, do it from the see. top. Let's truly okay. see if you know this. <laughs> so, close the chat. Yeah, cover them <laughs> eyes. Make sure the fingies are closed. So there's no peeking. So if you have any questions for us, you can email us at Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com or call or text us at 424-645-7003. We also have merch. You can go to podswag.com slash best friends. And we have a bonus series. For a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash friends. No, and use the promo code. And use the promo code friends for a free month. And lastly, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support our show. This is nuts. (laughs) You got most of it right. Yay. Oh, stitcher.com slash premium. Use promo code friends. It changed recently. So you have the old version down. Oh, hell yeah. This is nuts. (laughs) If I closed my eyes, I would say none of those things correctly. (laughs) Not one thing. Should I try it? Sure. Okay. That's it for best friends. If you would like to have a question answered, you can email us at nicoleandsashir at gmail.com or call 424-642-7003. Um, we have merch at podswagbestfriends.com and <clears throat> Stitcher Premium Best Friends <laughs> slash premium. Wait, Stitcher Premium <laughs> slash everybody gets it. And then the like like it, and that's the best way to support it. I don't know. I have no idea. I you just said it, and I, have I did no idea. It's okay. Did I get the number right? You were actually only one number off. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I think yeah. I got the pod swag wrong. Uh, yeah, you did. You said podswagbestfriends.com or something. <laughs> How wild. I'm going to memorize this. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I don't know why I was pretending like I was going to do that. <laughs> well, that's it for us. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.